0: In today's episode, we're speaking to Sam Singh. Sam is a business strategist, money mindset coach and author based in London. Her mission is to empower business owners to create authentic six-figure businesses aligned to their money personalities and values so they can create freedom in their lives and leave their unique mark on the world. She also has a book called Money Mastery on creating a business online with your money personality coming out later in this year. Let's speak to Sam and find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. And remember, if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link www.millionairefoundations.com and watch my free training. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your Money Mindset Expert. And today, I'm so excited.
1: We're speaking to the beautiful, the wonderful Sam Singh. Welcome, Sam. Hi, Gul. I'm so, so, so excited to be here in your fabulous podcast in front of your fabulous audience. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure. a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for coming, Sam. Sam, everyone's heard the intro. They know how amazing and wonderful you are. Please tell everybody in your own words what it is that you do.
1: Thank you, Gold. So I am a business strategist and a money mindset coach. My expertise lies in the fact that I use people's money personalities to help them create a six-figure business. And everything that I do is bespoke and boutique to their money personality. Your money personality is basically something like if you know MBTI system or you know DISC system. It's a it's a it's a part of your personality, but it deals with how you relate to money. Okay. We, we all have a money personality, like we have. Uh, three money personalities which influence us we will talk
0: about we'll talk about that
1: another time so that's 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 fine let's thank you so Sam Sam, before we talk
0: about money personalities or anything else I want to talk about you I want to talk about how you got into this so talk us through your journey you don't wake up one day and realize you're going to be a money coach (laughs) I know I didn't right so (laughs) how did you end up here what led you here you know talk us through your journey
1: So I was uh, born, uh, I'm originally of uh, Indian origin, so I was Mm -hmm. born in an Indian family. And uh, I grew up in a family where uh, my mom came from a very rich family, and my dad came from more what you would call as more as intelligentsia. He came from a family which was into teaching, into education. And uh, even though they have a very happy marriage, one source of tension was always Money because my mom had a different upbringing and different attitudes towards money compared to what my dad had. And we all, both me and my sister, we ended up subconsciously absorbing those uh, money attitudes which my parents had. And for me, it was always that money is actually a source of conflict. Hmm. We cannot have enough of it. And whenever money comes in any relationships, it would actually cause conflict. And it's not good to talk about money because whenever money was mentioned, either my mom or my dad would get upset. Also, it had an impact that it's not good to buy things for yourself because there's no money for nice toys. There's no money for nice books. And I carried these uh, all these uh, subconscious beliefs into my teenagers. And then I started working into corporate field. And again i these attitudes, which I had towards money, they impacted how I was in my profession because mm. i was I felt ashamed asking for a raise, I was just happy that, oh that I'm so lucky they are paying me anything at all rather than thinking that are they paying me my worth? Should I be asking for my worth mm. and this is also a thought which uh, I saw that a lot of women in corporate had mm-hmm. um, women always get paid for doing the same amount of work which men do, and women always feel more conscious asking for a raise or a promotion. Because of these beliefs, I never thought I had enough money. Like, even when I was earning in six figures in my corporate career, I was like, there's not enough. And because there's not, I always kept thinking there's not enough. The universe kept showing me that there is not enough. And this led me to a journey of trying to find out about... uh, what is it that's making me feel that uh, I don't have enough and I can never have enough? And I started reading a lot about uh, money mindset, about uh, uh, how it impacts women. And uh, uh, I got uh, a certificate uh, in uh, money mindset and money personalities. And then it made me realize uh, personally about how our subconscious beliefs Shape our attitude towards money. Secondly, it also made me realize that how we have different money personalities, which are kind of impacted by both by who we are, who we were born, and what we were exposed to, mm-hmm. and they add an additional layer to how we feel about money, and uh, which made me kind of accept parts of me which were which I thought I could not accept. So, for example, one of my money personalities is. A essentialist, who love expensive things, who love like com- being comfortable, who love traveling in business class. And I realized there's nothing wrong in that. That's mm-hmm. who I am. Just as there's nothing wrong in my friend who goes for the cheapest deal because her money personality is saver. Mm-hmm. So it, it's lead, this led to a overall healing on, how, on who I was and accepting who I am with respect to money, at the same time respecting who others are with respect to money. And when I started my business, I was very passionate about the fact that I want women to break the rules regarding money. I don't want them to suffer the way I suffered about Mm -hmm. money. And I want them to ensure that they accept who they are and they reach their full financial potential. Because strategies can take you only to that level. I'm a business strategist, but we all know like strategy is... 5% 5% of your business and your mindset is 95. You can give exactly the same strategy to two people mm. and ask them to take exactly the same actions, but what they will make out of it yep. would be totally different. That's what is my story. So this
0: is really, really interesting. And are you working full time in your in your business now?
1: Uh, I'm No, I'm working part time. I'm still working in my corporate job. Okay,
0: because that that was my question. You know, how are you balancing the two? How are you balancing your corporate career? Because that requires a different mindset to an entrepreneurial mindset, which is when you run a business. So how are you balancing the two? And how how do you find your money mindset is different working as an employee and working as a business owner?
1: That's a very, very good question. So firstly, how I'm managing it. I have seen actually a vast... uh, improvement in my performance as an employee because now I after I started my own business you're a CEO of your own business and you're responsible right you're not waiting for someone else to do things Mm you you most most probably also you look at the wider picture you don't look at the fact that oh I'm just going to post this thing on Instagram whereas if you have an employer you'd be like oh this is the part I do and my job ends here Someone else uh, takes over from that point. So, but like since uh, I've started my business, I've felt this big change in my mindset. Where I, where, whatever projects I'm doing uh, in my job or any task I'm doing, I look at them for the fact that it may be a small part of my employer but I am CEO of this part and I have the responsibility for it and I have to see to the end and also like pragmatically I need to look at the wider picture it's not Mm. just about the fact that I have to send this email to this colleague sending them this information it's about what they would do with that information what will come out of it so I've actually felt that uh, my performance and my as an employee uh, has improved a lot since uh, I have started my own business Secondly, I can also see it in how people relate to me now, because I always go into a meeting also with a CEO mindset. So I have seen the same respect, even from people who are senior from me, the fact that they take they take more seriously what suggestions I make or what points I make, because like, you know, how others treat you is a reflection of how. YouTube, do you
0: see your, how you see yourself. Yes, of course. 100%, 100%. And that's really interesting because I do understand where you're coming from. A lot of people have this face. A lot of people that listen to this podcast either are in uh, corporate careers or were in corporate careers or are currently in corporate careers and want to transition over. And I always say that these people... You know, some of the ones who haven't taken the plunge always wonder, well, you know, can I, will my performance drop as, a, as an employee and whatever have you? And I've come to the same conclusion. When you work for yourself, you have a deeper understanding and appreciation for how much work goes into a running a company. And therefore, you don't take for granted your role, whatever role it is. And how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that's the reason why when you perform better in your business, you perform better in your, in your, in your job as well. But that gives you that little buffer zone that you're not heavily financially dependent on your business, you still have regular income coming in, which keeps you supported while you're building a business. Do you have intention of letting go of a job at all? I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundance mindset makeover.com see inside the workshop
1: yes i have but uh, uh, the reason i'm not letting it go is this because i want to buy a house and mm. uh I'm in london and you know that it's yeah. a bit more easier if you have a proper job yes. and i'm my employer for a long time so uh, i do want to uh, my long-term goal is to be full-time in my business but uh, i do need to get uh, basically buy that house and uh, once i have that mortgage and i have the house then yes so that is the reason I'm still working uh, with my uh, job right now because it is uh, in London. It is much more easier to get a mortgage yeah. if you have yeah. in any
0: part. Of the, I think most part of, most part of developers, was, yes, if you're in if you have a business if you have a business, you, it's more tricky. Even though you make more money in your business, but it's more risky. And if you're in if you're in full time employment, it's a lot easier. So I know that for a fact as well. Yeah.
1: And uh, having my employer for a while, so it, it could be like you know, the longer you have been with your employer, the better your safety rating is. So, yeah, yeah, exactly okay so let's talk about this now what
0: what advice would you have for someone who's thinking you know what i i i would like to take this plunge too but i don't know you know how i'm going to build my relationship with money how i'm going to have a safety net you know what can i do or oh the better question that people have is um i'm too busy i'm so busy being an employee i don't have much time when i get home i you know i remember this one conversation i had with one person um, and she said um, she was trying to set up a coaching on the side, but trying being the opportunity word here. her. And when I questioned her, she said, but I go to work from seven to and then come back at five. And then in the evenings, I'm too exhausted to do anything else. And then I questioned about weekends, but she didn't have anything to
1: say for that. What would your comment be to someone who says, I'm too busy to start a business? So uh, firstly, I understand. I know what it is like to be sucked in your corporate job but it is about looking at the long-term picture and knowing it's exactly what, what, what do you want a lot and looking at why you want it. So like, do you just want the coaching psychic? Why do you want it? Do you want it to get that extra 2,000 pounds in your pocket uh, every at, at end of the month? Or is it because you know that in the long-term, this will give you more freedom and more control over your destiny, both in terms of finances and time and where you see yourself going long-term? And once you have the clarity that why you want it, then you can use that as the driving force. Yes, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, but it is about how we manage them. And one thing which I have found very, very helpful is time blocking. Mm -hmm. So like during my lunch hour, first thing in the morning, or once I come back in the evening for a couple of hours, you time block and you, you actually plan your business the way you plan your work diary and you go like, okay, sunday is my content creation day monday i'm going to visibility day i'm going to reach out to these 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 people uh, tuesday evenings i'm going to coach a uh, wednesday uh, is is uh, again maybe a content day you 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 figure out the five most important things which you need in your business and you time block them mm. uh, planning also always helps so you plan if you like I, I know for myself that if i plan my content over the weekend it's so much easier if not, I slip over that, th- mm-hmm. that uh, week and I will then be either not posting anything or just trying to wing it, <laughs> mm-hmm. just posting for the sake, both of which are not uh, ideal. That's mm-hmm. the that's the second thing which uh, I'll uh, tell them that this is what you need to do, like really look at it and time block it. And third is, as a strategist, my advice would be look at what model works for you. So if you are working full time, maybe you, there are only a certain number of one-to-one clients you can have. So maybe something like a group coaching model will work or a mastermind will work better for you because then you can just have that one hour or two hours in an evening, uh, but you can you can actually coach more people rather than trying to have a one-to-one client where you would obviously struggle if you're working nine to five. So it is, it is about, to summarize, it is about uh, getting very clear on why you want it and using that as a driving force and then time blocking. And then, as a strategist, maybe working with a business strategist coach to find out what model will work best for me in my in these circumstances that I am. Uh, I always use uh, Lisa Johnson. Uh, I've done a lot of her courses. She's my she's almost like a mentor to me. Who? Who is the name? Lisa Johnson. Johnson. And, yeah. So she start, She was working in a corporate field, and she had twins, and that's when she started her business, and mm-hmm. she was single mother. And she took her business to six figures while doing a job where she was working eight to five, had twins and had like, and was basically setting up her business. So I always tell myself, if Lisa can do it, I I can do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't have so many responsibilities wonderful
0: and it's it's great to know and i think the way that there's an old saying where this will, there's a way you find a way around it you just yeah. need to uh, come up with a solution at some point and you have to let go of some a, a, a habits you know yeah. if you are um if you are Slouching on the TV or wasting time in the evenings on the weekends, then you you know you'll be able to build a business. Whereas you could come back and give yourself time to recover, and then dedicate a certain amount of time, you can build a business. So it really me it really depends on your motivation and how you how uh, how 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 how, um, how determined you are to make it happen.
1: Yes, exactly. And as I said, like if your motivation is to get two thousand pounds more in a month, that's that's what your motivation is. Mm-hmm. You're probably better off. Trying to look for a better job, or trying mm-hmm. to get promotion in your current job, you yeah. have to be, you have to be very clear. But if your motivation is more long term, that you know you want you want to leave corporate job behind, you want to have freedom, and also like it's about being in control of your destiny. Like it is great and very safe to be your employee, but. You are not in control of your destiny. It is someone no. else who is in control of the, your destiny, especially in this economic climate that we have. Wonderful. So it is really getting clear on why you want a co- co- coaching business. Wonderful. All right. So let's wrap this up and t- talk to us. Uh, just talk us
0: through what would be your three main tips for someone who is determined to set up a business. What would be your tips be? Three main tips.
1: The first tip would be. Uh, again, I'm going to repeat myself, get clear on why you want to do it. What is your mission? Because your mission is what will see you through the end. So, uh, of course, like we we all have a why. Uh, the why can be, uh, it doesn't have to be that, oh, I want to like, you know, uh, help, help. Uh, homeless people, or I want to ensure that all the puppies get adopted in, in a rescue center, which is my one of my why's. But it doesn't have to be that. Your why could be that I want to provide a better life to my kids. I want to be there more for my kids. Or uh, I want to be there more for my uh, parents, uh, which is one of my why, because uh, my parents are becoming engaged. So I want to be ensure that I have a job where if my mom calls me and says, I want you to be with me for 20 days, I can leave everything and, you know, go and with my mom for uh, 20 days. So be very clear on your why. You don't have to share it. And there's no wrong why. Your why could be as profound as changing the world to as uh, uh, shallow as the fact that you would like to buy a new Gucci bag every month. But it is your why. Own your why. That would be my first tip. Second tip would be a uh, get very clear on your money mindset and your mindset because there are only a set amount of strategies. And the people who become successful and who break those barriers are the ones who have worked on their mindset because it is not a smooth journey. It is not like working in a job where you know that you will get a, pro- a promotion after every two years or there will be a salary raise after every one year. There are highs and lows. So be very clear, Very work on your on your mindset every day. Third is be authentic. That is the most important thing. If you are seeing someone is doing something and it's working for them, it doesn't mean that you should necessarily follow it. You should always follow business strategies which feel authentic to you because you may get short-term success following business strategies that someone else is doing, but if they don't feel aligned and authentic to you, but you will never be able to do it sustainably for a long term. To build a sustainable business, you have to build a business which is a reflection of you and your values and which is authentic to you. So if you look at all the biggest uh, players in the business, like, say, like, uh, you may like them, you may not like them. You like Elon Musk, you look at Bill Gates. They didn't become them them by trying to follow someone. Elon Musk didn't try to copy Bill Gates and Bill Gates didn't try to copy someone else. They, they, They were themselves and they had courage to be themselves. And some people may like it, some people may not. But that's what differentiates a leader from someone who is playing it small. The wonderful. Life leaders.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. On that note, we can wrap this up. Sam, tell us, how can we connect with you? Where can you find me on the internet?
1: So uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram. My handle is in.her.successful.shoes. And you can also find me on Facebook. Uh, I'm called Samira Singh. And I also have a Facebook group called in.successful.shoes. Uh, and you can also reach out to me via email if there's anything personal help you need. I'm sure uh, Gul will share my email address in the uh, end. But it is samira at samirasinghcoach.com.
0: Wonderful. So like if you are listening to us on the podcast, then all the links Sam, Sam has just mentioned would be in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, then down below in the description section we will link up um send uh, all the links to sam to sam is an amazing amazing um entrepreneur and do check her out and see how she can help you with building a business thank you so much sam for today's um episode you've been absolutely fantastic guest for us we do need to have you back on money talkies and talk a little bit more about money personalities but for today thank you so much for joining us
1: thank you it's my pleasure and i love being here and your energy is beautiful Thank you. And thank you for listening to me and Sam today.
0: I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time you meet, this is Gorkhan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website,